there's a sport called hobby horsing. What do you think hobby horsing is? I know that what hobby horsing is is a euphemism. What? <laughs> Steady. <laughs> Easy. Episode 327, as he turns to look to see the number, it's a podcast with a guy and a guy and a guy. It's one too, All many. It's one too many guys. Mesmerized. You put the, the recording software on the monitor that we can see. Yeah, how about mm-hmm. that? So now I can't help but look at the waveform. It's like, that's what our voices look like. There they are. I feel like of the, three of, us, squiggles. of the three of us, my voice is the best looking voice on the screen right now. <laughs> That's fair. That's have you ever fair. considered Yours is doing, the youngest voice. Have you ever considered doing Nerdburger as also a show? the y- youngest and best looking person. As mm-hmm. a show with a guy and a guy and a guy and a guy. Four people? We've had, what if we, there was we've had two guests guy. occasionally. How'd that go? How would that go? Train wreck? No, it's been fine when we've yeah, had fine. two guests. Okay. Gotta pick yeah, the they right, just have to share a microphone. The right all. extra guy. The right fourth man. <laughs> yeah, sure. sure. Exactly. Um, I'm Craig. I'm Mike. And here we are. And here's our guest. Who's that guy? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Michael. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Thanks for having me back on the show. Thanks for getting on the mic too quick, Mike. Michael. <laughs> Mike, Mike and Michael. Michael. Which, which one are you mad Michael at? Michael and Mike are on the mics, but Michael is on the mic... Michael and Mike were on the mics, but Michael was on the mic too quick. Was I? Right, Mike? I've already lost track. <laughs> There's too many mics. That's okay. Pe- we shouldn't have four we mics have on the show. People, people jump the, their intros about 50% of the time. It's, it's part of the charm of the show. <laughs> How did I jump my intro, though? By talking before your intro. No, they, everybody they does that. they don't know who I am. I can still be <laughs> also, introed. Also, everybody does that. So I'm pretty sure I do that every yeah, I, episode. Yeah, I realize that. I realize that. But it's also like, you know, who's this person talking now? Is, this, is that the producer that sometimes talk? Like, you know, when you listen to your radio show and you have your... Your, your star voices, and it, then the, the producer chimes in from the booth every so often. It does force you to, to bring me in, like introduce me quicker, because if I just sit here silently, it might be like 15 minutes into the show before we've they're like, oh, by the way, you go longer, though. Intro. You go longer with we your nonsense. It's, it's taken a while on with occasion. Nonsense. <laughs> with, your, with the usual nonsense of uh-huh. the show. I'm sorry. Well, here's, here's some I didn't of realize the non- how serious this here's show some was. Here's some of the nonsense. Mike. Oh, my gosh. Not Michael. Oh. Oh, thank you. Um, there is your complimentary contributor's copy of I Capers never, Noir. I never get presents. Complimentary? Yeah. Awesome. So now I don't have to buy one. You don't. <laughs> You've got the code if you want to get another one super no, I cheap. Do, I do have a che- uh, code for one that's super cheap. Now, what cheap, was the yeah. most recent Capers I just saw that had been announced? Isn't there a new that's one? That's that one, Capers Noir. No, no, no. The, the When they're like a Capers Pirates or something? Oh, or... that's common. Okay, yeah, that's what I was asking. That's a yeah. little thing. That's like a 15 or so page little gotcha. PDF thing that I'm doing in a, gotcha. in a few weeks. Yar. It's little. Yar. Yeah, it's part of the the Patreon thing that I'm doing. People that are throwing money at me on Patreon, gotcha. Um, they got they have their copies already. How they is get it, there's a month early. How is it going having money thrown at you? How is that? It's pretty sweet. <laughs> Do uh, I'm not going to say the number, but I I did I actually did a calculation. I I I added it all up from last October. Added up all the money I've made at Drive Through RPG. Total gross revenue. Yes, and I divided it by the number of months it's been, and um, I am, I am, I am making, shall we say, 
I am averaging over $200 a month. Wow. And I'm being sly by saying 200 as in it's actually like five times that. <laughs> Not to, five. You don't want to get robbed. $1,000 a month. <laughs> no, but I'm making like, you know, a reason, a pretty solid chunk of change since well, I've got I... two more successful, like murders and acquisitions limped mm-hmm. along. There would be months right. where I'd make like 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Capers and Die Laughing and now Capers Noir is out and there's just, you know, just I'm, I've got more products. I've got better. The the more recent games I think are better. Yeah, I th- see, I think that you deserve success from all the work I've seen you put in over the last number Busted of years. My hump. There's into, this, into this brand, and I got it. I got. Is I got goop? a friend. I've got a friend that's trying to launch her sci-fi writing career and like publish stories and things on Amazon, and I'm her editor, and mm-hmm. so I'm getting all the rough stuff, and then we're revising it, and then she's rewriting it, and then I'm going through it again. Then we're we're on the like sixth iteration of this one thing we're trying to get published. And I'm just astounded at the level of work that goes into like self-publishing creative works. And I mean, you've been doing it for several years now, and it's and I, from all the work that I know goes into it. I'm just I'm just excited to see that you know that success is starting to pile up for you. What is what is what is with the books? What's the problem? Yes, some was, sticker residue. There was is that a it? big gob of glue or something right on. Right on the title on the front, uh-huh. between the N and the O. Ninety nine point nine nine percent of people won't give a crap, but Mike gets his free complimentary copy and immediately he starts. Well, no, I was, at it. I was, I was gonna jokingly ask for an exchange, and then you went ahead and did it while Michael was talking. Because I know who I'm dealing. <laughs> Mike Craig knows you by this point. All right, he knows who he's dealing with. Yeah. He knows what he's getting into. Um, and I don't know if you've been keeping up on recent episodes. But um, a little while back, Mike had the uh, the Apple News, like the big announcement. Mm-hmm. We, we we sat down and spent, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes going through the the big announcements from Apple lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's the, uh, what are they relaunching or, or, or launching or making the big hullabaloo route? And what's the what's the grand total if you get all the bells and oh, whistles? Oh, the, 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 the big computer. Well, yeah. The, the, the Mac the Pro. Mo- the yeah. monitor stand is cost and like. The, the ba- yeah, and the monitor that goes along with it and the stand is separate. Yeah, and the monitor costs. So like what's an extra what's the grand tally if you get if you get everything roughly? If you max it out, yeah, um, anywhere from thirty five to sixty thousand. Although I now I've seen something that said it could be could go up to a hundred thousand. Okay, what? So this is a demonstration <laughs> of how this is a demonstration of how um, there's products like even a thousand dollars in there. I'll be products happy. of how products change over time and how company. Um, plans and what their you know what their marketing strategies in the the uh, the marketing sector that they're going for and you know how they're doing things how that changes over time. If you remember in the early 1990s, there were ads for um, oh. Apple products that um, and I got a button version and a magnet version. And you can have whichever one you want. Okay. Um, of wisely. Apple's of Apple's logo um, for that period. There, there. This is this saw this came. You saw this in television ads. Okay. Read it out loud, please. <clears throat> I, I can't see this. Michael's, Michael's looking at it. Does more. Costs less. It's that simple. Apple. <laughs> Does more. Costs less. From the early 90s? Yeah. This, this, this it was is, a 1993 ad specifically that I saw. This was in the decline years. Yeah, this is... Um, oh, my God. I would, I, those are for you. If you would like both of them, you can have both of them. If you just want the one or the other. Oh, I'll take both. Yeah, for being offered to me. Thank you. Um, and then uh, are these aren't legitimate? These are oh, just I get something somebody made, right? Yeah. Using the graphic. I yeah, get just using too. the graphic. Okay. They just reproduced the graphic. Thank you. 
I'm going to have this made into a pop socket that I stick on the back of my iPhone. Well, you'd need the... Oh, you could just take the... So you, so hang on, you said thirty five thousand to sixty thousand, not thirty five, not thirty five hundred to six thousand. Correct, thirty five thousand to sixty thousand for the top end for like all the bells and whistles, fastest processor, most memory, the all the super bells cool and everything, the best, it, mo- the best monitor with the thousand dollar stand. Does it go to space? I asked like, Mike, is it a car? It has. It comes, it, with, it comes car? with wheels, but we don't know how much those are extra yet. Do we know what kind of mileage it gets? <laughs> It, you could put a terabyte and a half of RAM in it. What was the? Uh, is it is it EMP resistant or what is it? <laughs> it should be. <laughs> what was the? Uh, what was the 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 thing that they were touting that like four video oh th- downloads or editing things or something being th- processed at the same time almost instantaneously? Three eight K movies in raw for, uh, format at being edited. In real time, who is editing that many movies at the same time? That's well. That was Craig's point. It's like some <laughs> like is, some is, video are, editors are going to have have an issue with like this. Are there, you expect the, me to do what now? The, edit, are the there, video editors union just because the computers can like, do it doesn't Whoa, like are there editors in Hollywood that. that are like minimizing and going to the other movie and that was just back a, to the that was first just a demonstration and, of like well how, you can hook up, you can hook up to six of those uh, expensive displays with the extra stand up to the computer at the same time. You ought to be able to, like, launch missiles in North Korea with this thing or something. I mean, it ought to... I don't think the North... North Korea's missiles don't launch. North... (laughs) Well, if you go up to the 100,000 model... I was going to say North Korea's missiles aren't connected to the internet, but... (laughs) That's true, too. Well, they got to create... electricity. They got to create jobs over there. I think they just have, like, 100 people over there. Throw them. How they're doing. <laughs> is that them. why they only just go get, like, get, get a know, running start give tw- it a boost 20 feet out into sea <laughs> just gonna load them on a barge and haul them over give it a boost anyway um but yeah so i'm gonna need to get that computer sooner rather than later in case you had noticed what's missing from the from the studio I don't here pay any attention to any of that so what's missing a sense of hope for the future I see why that. we're we're looking at the recording over here instead of on my laptop where it usually oh, is sure. are we missing a laptop we are what happened to your laptop uh, the RAM died. Oddly, you just, talk, just talking about the terabyte and a half of RAM. My my mere piddly sixteen gigs. I'm a RAM. <laughs> you are a RAM. Yeah, you're an Aries. I am. Okay. So whenever you need some computing done, I can come on over. Go. Random arrangements of stars, voodoo. <laughs> that have absolutely nothing to do with anything, anything about my personality. Because I'm going to own who I am. <laughs> Didn't they change everybody's? sign recently didn't they add one and everybody got shifted around Mm, i I didn't hear about that like yeah they added like an astrological sign like everybody got shifted around oh okay so um (laughs) you're making stuff up i go ahead (laughs) michael looked that news up i forgot about the most important aspect of the laptop he goes to the phone what's the laptop situation we almost this is the the closest we've ever come to not having an episode oh really yes today yeah on wednesday oh oh okay this past week the closest we've come to not hitting yeah. our Wednesday release. Right. Date. Because I had already, I had finished editing the episode. Sure. I came home at lunchtime at work on Tuesday. I came home Tuesday evening, sat down on the sofa, opened up the laptop. It was started working in it to do, put the finishing touches on. And it, that's when it froze and died. It wouldn't, wouldn't start back up again. Wow. And then I couldn't access the backup for my other computer because I've never actually done that before. And there were, like, one of the things the laptop was doing right before it went t- up was it was going to Love the network. 
it was looking to the network and and it had begun the backup process to back up the stuff I had worked on. Sure, so you couldn't get lunch. the backup because it's engaged. Right. In an endless loop that's going to Right. So, but all I all I uh rain death upon you. Yeah, after like messing around with it for about an hour, I figured out that um if I unplugged the uh, Wi-Fi router slash backup thingy and plugged <laughs> sure. it back in again, then I could access it. So I was able to go back and get the raw recording unedited, and then I stayed up until midnight, Tuesday night, re-editing, and I missed one bad swear. I apologize. That's okay. Aww. It wasn't the, the C-word one. That one I found. I couldn't find the, the one where Craig used the, the dick word as a as a uh, anatomy reference and not a um, insult reference. Anyway. So not a big deal. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. But it's already fixed. Two midgets. Shit. In, in a bucket, bucket um, um, is in an episode unbleeped ahem, <laughs> back ahem. in the double digits. Are you sitting down? Good, because <laughs> the Zodiac has changed. What really? you long believed was your astrological sign may not be your astrological sign. The dates for the Western Zodiac calendar have, it turns out, shifted with each one starting later, like a lot later. Oh, and there's a new 13th <laughs> astrological sign now. Ophiuchus? Are you on? Ophiuchus? Are you on the onion? It's a legitimate news site, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> but those of you born between November 29th to December 17th, you're all now Ophiuchuses. I'm Ophiuchus. Should we bleep that? I don't know. It sounds like a bleepable word. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, okay. that's that's a So so why is that word weird? When all the other words, well, I guess we they're just, all we weird, Craig. We just know. We them. just right. know them all. Well, not all of them. Cancer. I mean, that that's that that's a word that means something else. That too. changed over time. I yeah, think. I suppose. But um, yeah, huh? Yeah. So does that mean what's a Sagittarius? So how does it's that, something I'm not anymore? How does that change? Because that has to do with the stars. Where they're suddenly are there su- are there new stars in the sky? I'm gonna let you in on a secret. I don't. I'm not high up in the astrological community so i'm not you, sure but, what the governing body no, no, is no 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 no. this is astronomy but, now we're right. actually in science here this there, yeah like did a whole new constellation appear god wouldn't you think we'd read about that like does, at, yeah does reddit, that have anything make it to do into with the news cycle wouldn't that make the front page of reddit <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's exactly where you find out about because there's there's the the astrology and when and and assigning it randomly to to times of the year and birth dates and how that somehow influences your personality Sure. Or, or your, you know, how your brain is hardwired. Well, it's when the sun is pointing toward those, you know, that set of stars over there. Right. Then there's, but, but there's which we, the, which the we, larger which, astrological, which we, which we slammed, uh, yeah. which we slammed a picture around. We took a bunch of, we took seven stars and went picture. Right. <laughs> yeah. But there's the the astronomical <laughs> connection, yeah. which, you know, some people argue that actually measures the procession of the Earth through, mm. you know, twenty. For twelve thousand years, or I will. Whatever. I will tell so you. So now is it thirteen thousand years, or is it twelve thousand years divided by thirteen? Is this a, a weird? Is this a Mayan? Eight hundred and thirty-three or something? Is this is this what happens when we miss the Mayan apocalypse? I guess that doesn't so. Happen? I will tell you. Me and my friends have definitely <laughs> been getting into the the Enneagram stuff, where there's like nine personality types and figuring out like who is which type, you know. And so I'm an eight, and I have I have two friends that are dating that are threes, and then we have a friend who's a two and a friend who's a six. I don't know. And what we read, and we read no. the descriptions of these personalities. Oh, that's a personality thing because like, it sounds yeah. like you're rating looks, and I was you're no, an eight. No, no, no. <laughs> no, there's like like it's kind of like the Myers Briggs thing. Oh, okay. But there's like nine main types. Yeah, it's not it's them. not the four letter thing. No, no, that's a that's another thing. Nine types. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't know. Anyway, are we? What, what are we um, doing? What, uh, got, just, got anything else here? I have a story. Okay. 
Story time with Mike. It's story time with Mike. Do you have a do you have music for that? Uh, (laughs) I'm trying. It's story time with Mike. Hi guys, how are you doing today? Good. Tell us a story, Mike. So at work, there's this um, project that the architect who sits in the cubicle next to me is working on with this person, this guy who has a really loud voice, very forceful. It's it's naturally loud, like kind of like Michael. I know the type. Sounds sounds like it sounds like I know the type. (laughs) Sounds like sounds I've like I've known an, the type all my life. He sounds like an Enneagram type eight. <laughs> sounds like someone uh, you might get along with. No, um, no, I don't get along with other people that are my same type. It's too much energy in the same room. I got to be the only one. It's like um, it's it's, it's loud and obnoxious, but without effort. I know the type. <laughs> and there's just, a, yeah, it's just him naturally. Yeah, he's not trying to be loud. It just it's just he maintains loud, yeah uh, okay. you know this high level of intensity. It's not quite. Like drill sergeant intense. It's more like, like a notch down junior high athletic coach. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so anyway, he keeps calling to talk to to the two people that are working on this project, and they always end up in the cubicle next to me on the speakerphone. It happens like once a week, oh, and then it goes for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and so everybody puts their head their headphones on and blasts music to try to ignore this guy. So, but except I had to make a phone call. And I'm waiting, and I'm and I started listening to it when it happened this week. I'm like, it sure. sounded like it was about Just to wrap waiting up. Waiting for it to get done. Yeah, it sounded like it was about to wrap up. And at one point, he said, "Okay, and now the last item." And then it went on for another 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, so I was actually listening to this guy's voice, and I thought, "Hey, he sounds he sounds just like somebody who's sort of famous." And then the more I listened to it, the more I was like, this, this, this guy is, sounds just like this, this person. And I'm like, who, who? And I'm like, I see my coworker sitting over there with his headphones on. And, uh, and I'm like, I got to go tell him because he's, he's going to know. He's going to get this reference. So I go okay. over there and I get his attention and, I, and he takes the headphones off. And I say, hey, you, are you listening to this? And he says, yeah, I know this guy's so obnoxious. And I'm like, no, 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 listen to his voice. He's like, yeah, it's so-and-so from blah, blah, blah. And I said, no, 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 listen to it. And he listens and I said, it's Super Dave Osborne. <laughs> and That's he true. does he this does like Super Dave had he, that. He kind of uh, like looked, looked voice. up and thought for a half a second and then just face palmed and started yeah. laughing like, now oh my God, it's totally him. Now you'll never not right, hear right. it. Right, Shattered the illusion. And um, <laughs> who? Super Dave Osborne. <laughs> You're, we're dealing with a generational issue here. So in the 80s, there was this <laughs> show on Late Night after Johnny Carson's Tonight Show called Late Night with David Letterman. You may have heard of him. Once or twice. He looks like Santa Claus now. <laughs> he's, he's, he... Or Michael Stipe. Yeah, he had that show on Netflix for a while. <laughs> no, Michael Stipe looks like Santa Claus too. The guy with the beard on Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's him. So anyway, in the 80s when he was young, he had, he had Late Night that Seth Meyers is doing now. Is that right? Um, that's Late Night. Anyway, I don't, I don't on NBC. Times. I don't know. There was a guy that came on playing a character... Super Dave Osborne, and it was a he was just a parody of a of a stuntman. It was a stuntman whose stunts always went horribly wrong, and he appeared to die every time. But then he would come back a couple of weeks later. <laughs> and anyway, th- he talks he like that. that. He's voice, on Curb yeah. Your Enthusiasm. He was he played um, Marty Funkhauser. Is that the name? And that's why I recognized the voice because I'd been watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. Lately. Well, you're also a Letterman fan, and I'm a Letterman fan, so I knew who he was from. 
beginning. So anyway, this my coworker knew who that was, and he said, "Hey, you know, he just he died this this year." The guy that we were just talking to, <laughs> Our, the client, the guy on the phone. Yeah, what? is that I a didn't... ghost? While we were talking, just how now? loud was he in real life? If his ghost yeah. sounds that way, no, Super Dave died back yeah, in, yeah. in January. He had cancer. I didn't know that. And uh, and my coworker said, "Yeah, you know, um, his his uh, his brother, his younger brother is Albert Brooks." And he put a thing on Twitter when when he died about uh you know he was in one of his early movies as a shoe salesman and he made Albert Brooks's character buy all convinced him to buy all these shoes that he didn't need. Hold it, hold it, back up. You didn't know this either. I didn't know this. No. Yes. Yeah, Super Albert, Dave Osborne. Albert Brooks. And Albert is Brooks. Super are Dave brothers. Osborne's younger brother. Albert Brooks, Mister Soft Spoken, yes. quiet comedy guy himself. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. Back in the eighties. <laughs> There was a movie I'm just, star. I'm just waiting on you guys. He's just... been in plenty of stuff, but he's been in a lot of. Um, he he uh, God, he does he he writer directs his own stuff quite a bit. Yep. I mean, we know Mike and I know him best from uh, uh, defending defending Judgment your life Day city. He's the main defending kid. your life defending your life. Yeah. Um, you'll look it all up later. Great movie, Albert Brooks, written directed Meryl Streep, Rip Torn. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you must. You, you must have to watch. watch it is a must life. see. Yeah. Okay. Nine days. Nine days. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> see, I, don't you hate it when people do that inside joke thing? Like, I, I saw the movie, so I'm going to make this joke. Well, this is how I feel every time somebody's talking about sports. I just kind of sit yeah. off to the side and and wait patiently. That's okay. Uh, we'll deal with some sports later, but hey, there'll be sports that good. you'll enjoy. Speaking of being loud and obnoxious, mm-hmm. guess... I'm not done with my my yeah, story. Oh, yet. sorry. Thank you for thank you for, thank you for interrupting him because usually it's me who interrupts Mike before he's done with this story. Yeah, well, you guys, I mean, you're on your like third tangent at this point, so I didn't know we were coming back. Well, to the sure, story, it's a good but... thing that we introduced you and had your theme; otherwise, you'd be sitting there for twenty minutes. I know, right? The whole time. Okay, continue your story. Please. <laughs> so the guy, so you, you get the coworker, you say this guy sounds like super. Well, super Dave, super Dave, super Dave, Osborne. Super Dave Osborne. and the guy's like, yeah. And then he tells me he's he's because uh, when he died, Albert Brooks tweeted this thing, this clip from the m- movie. It's one mm-hmm. of his earlier movies that I haven't seen from right. his early eighties. Gotcha, gotcha. Anyway, so I'm like, oh, that's that's amazing. So I go back to my desk and I immediately go on Wikipedia because, of course, I don't believe him. Right, Albert Brooks and Super Dave Osborne are brothers. Whatever. And uh, so I look <laughs> it up, and sure enough, they are. Yeah, Super Dave, Super Dave Osborne. And okay, I'm gonna start telling this part of the story. Please don't jump the route. There's there's a obvious piece of information in here. You you will make the connection in your heads. <laughs> so you want us to not to react? To no, it. I want you. I'm telling just, a story just, about how I didn't don't make the complete connection. The, don't complete the story for him. <laughs> so Super Dave Osborne, the actor, his real name is Bob Einstein. Sure, he's the brother of Albert Brooks. Albert Brooks was Albert Lawrence Brooks. I'm looking. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. It says Al, Albert Lawrence Brooks, born Albert Lawrence. Einstein, and and I start laughing to myself because I think his middle name's Larry. That's awesome. And then I go about I go about the rest of my day, and I leave, and I'm in the car driving home, and I'm thinking about how Albert Brooks is Super Dave Osborne's younger brother. Super Dave Osborne, Bob Einstein. Albert Brooks was born Albert. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> like an hour later, the Larry part was the funny part. The Larry part was the funny part <laughs> for an hour, and then you're like, then oh. I realized he, he his real name is Albert Einstein. Oh my gosh, it's amazing why he goes by Albert Brooks. Yeah, go figure. <laughs> but that got me that, thinking. That fine writer director Albert Einstein. <laughs> well, you know the real, you know the, the the physicist Albert Einstein was never a member of the Screen Actors Guild, so that name's available. Absolutely. But that got me thinking about uh, 
defending your life. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's the music. And I couldn't remember the name of it. I I, I had said Judgment Judgment Day, no Judgment, judgment City. City, no. I've heard this. Before. Defending your life. Yeah. And I thought Judgment Judgment Day. Wait a minute. What if Arnold Schwarzenegger was in Defending Your Life <laughs> this summer from writer director Albert Brooks? It's Terminator 9, Judgment City. <laughs> the T-8000 has died and gone to the afterlife where he encounters strange things. He's in a hotel and they tell him to put on this caftan thing. It's called a tupa. <laughs> and then he puts, he puts on the tupa and it rips because it's too small because he's big and muscular. So he puts on another one, and that one rips. He rips them all. And he ends up making a toga out of the sheet. It's not a tupa. Th- thank you for jumping the route, Craig. <laughs> he goes downstairs, and the manager asks him why he's wearing a sheet. And he says, I rip all my tupas. Jeez. <laughs> so they give him bigger tupas. Anyway, then he meets <laughs> Julia, played by Meryl Streep. <coughs> How many days are you looking at? Uh, four. How about you? 1,989! Oh my god, get out! <laughs> wow, that's that's the year I was born. I don't know why she's a 30-year-old airhead. Why wouldn't um, you be? Yeah, so then uh, Rip Torn is Bob Diamond, his defender, who gets him to uh, accept uh, accept his fears. You, you, you've got to accept your fears, T-800. Because that's his name, <laughs> obviously. Um, but I am not afraid. You're not afraid of love? Cut to... Sure. <laughs> He's uh, on the tram. On the they're tram being, they're being sent separately away. He loves her, but they're going to spend the rest of eternity apart. And uh, he says, uh, he decides, no, I've, I've got to get out. And uh, he rip, <laughs> rips the doors off the hinges of the tram, and he jumps out, and he does a barrel roll, and he stands up, and he's like, I've got to get to the tram. <laughs> and he starts running across the tramway, and he gets himself electrocuted on one of the rails. <laughs> And his eyes bulge out a little bit. And then he gets to Julia's tram and he jumps on. And she says, T-800, I love you. And he goes, <laughs> I love you, Julia. And uh, I went a little Rambo there. And he says, get down. <laughs> and he just rips the whole side of the tram off and <laughs> sits down next to her. And they kiss and hug. And they're in love. And they ride off into the sunset. Oh, and then we cut back to uh, uh, the, the was Bob Diamond. Yeah. And he looks at the lady and says, is that brave enough for you? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're uh, they're in there with the judges, and they're about to push the big red button to open the door yeah, on the anyway, tram, anyway. and Arl just rips the side of the tram <laughs> off. Yeah, they just get up and go home. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, "Okay, I guess we're done. See you tomorrow." Mm, anyway, now that you've spoiled <laughs> super fun, super fun segment when you haven't seen the movie, but I do feel like I, if I'm sitting in the theater and I and I like an eight minute trailer comes on and it's exactly like that, where someone in an awkward voice starts telling me like a trailer. And then they just go into like this funny reenactment of the actual plot of the movie. I would go and see that movie. Like if that was a legit trailer for that movie, <laughs> yeah. I would have to go and see that movie because that's the, the funniest trailer of all time. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Like, just How about thank you for spoiling the, the it's not a tupa joke. <laughs> I hit it at the right time. You were about to say it, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was I interactive. It, I had it written down. It's not a tupa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Um, will this make you feel better? Have you seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Uh, not all of it, but enough You've of it. You've seen yeah. some of it. Mike, you haven't really seen it. No, but I'm aware of it. Right. So I, I make stupid Brooklyn Nine-Nine references all the time. So mm-hmm. to help to avoid me just making references in the dark, um, I thought I would share a little Brooklyn Nine-Nine. 
He's making references in the dark. References in the dark. References in the dark. Um, Detective Jake Peralta. That's Andy yeah. Samberg's character. He's the he's a very good detective, but he's immature, right? And he's in the um, observation room looking into the lineup, five potential criminals, and he's there with a woman who's going to pick out the the guilty party. Okay. So, do you recognize any of these men? I was hiding in the bathroom stall, so I didn't see his face, but I heard him. He was singing along to the music at the bar. Do you remember what he was singing? I think it was that song, I Want It That Way. Backstreet Boys, I'm familiar. Okay. Number one, could you please sing the opening to I Want It That Way? Really? Okay. You are my fire. Number two, keep it going. The one... Desire. Number three. Believe when I say. Number four. I want it that way. Tell me why. Ain't nothing but a <laughs> Tell me why. Ain't nothing but a mistake. Now number five. I never want to hear you say. I want that way. Oh, chills. Literal chills. It was number five. Number five killed my brother. Oh my god, I forgot about that part. (laughs) (laughs) And these are the cold opens, which are often the best part of the episode. They are really tight on their cold opens. Um, Oh man. Okay, in this one, all the characters are sitting around waiting for Amy Santiago to show up. Detective Amy Santiago is um, very straight-laced by the book. She idolizes the captain. Yeah, father father issues. Well, they, Jake's got those too. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she's, she's, she's very buttoned down. And it's important to know uh, that the captain is like... Like she's going to be like the captain when she grows up. He is really straight-laced. He's the straight, he's the straight man a lot of the time. And he's very emotionless. He's really calm and collected. Amy Santiago is a few minutes late, and we're all trying to guess why. I like her play. I'd say she's in line at the bank. This is fun. It is fun, but you're all wrong. She clearly slipped through a subway grate and is having terrible sex with a mole man. (laughs) There she is, Amy. Where have you been? We've been worried sick. Do you care to explain yourself? I'm just 70 seconds late. It's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. Santiago, you will tell us, and you will tell us now. There's a problem at the bank. Hot damn! <laughs> as you now have 76,000 points like, as part of the Lord's the most animated So... Watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, everybody. It's uh, really, really funny. It's a good show. And, and hear I, the good places going away? What? It's not going away. They're doing four seasons telling well, the entire right, story. What I mean is they're... Fourth oh, season the, is the final season. Finding it after the next okay. season. Yep. When does it start? I don't know. Oh. Ish. Okay. Maybe it'll be a news item at some point. Yay. Segway. <laughs> I went off the rails too, didn't I? <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> What's news, Craig? We're all too like-minded. Ah, uh, speaking of TV shows, uh, third season of... The Good Place will be the second to last. <laughs> no, third season. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a joke grenade. Um, 
third season of Stranger Things is coming. Oh, yeah. 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 1985. New been... Coke, Back to the Future. Now, that's et cetera, been more than a year since the last season. Hadn't been like a year and a half or so? I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy. It used to come out around October, I thought. I don't, I don't count on shows starting at any given time anymore because I watch too much stuff that I wait and I watch it later I streaming think, yeah. or I think a show. I watch an HBO show that starts in April. Yeah. You're right, though, because I think it's uh, the time period is like Fourth of July, so it's mm, okay. And it's it, it in the show it is just the following year, so right. it's like eight months later. But in real life, it's been a year and a half. Okay, gotcha, so, gotcha. Those kids are gonna get keep they're aging. gonna yeah well, they need to end that. Like soon. Pump them Burger King <laughs> is doing a promotion with its Whopper. Okay, have you heard about this? Mm. No, they serve, they I don't serve think it so. They're they're gonna put it in a uh, like a Stranger Things third season thematic you know rapper and all that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. you'll you're when you get your drink it'll have a stranger things logo and all that there might be toys for the happy meals or whatever the burger king people do the the equivalent all that mm-hmm. kind of crap but um yeah what's the uh what's the special thing about the whopper it's or upside down it's built upside down it is literally a whopper that's served upside down that's it so depending on they how... take the whopper and they do this and I'm twisting my wrist 180 degrees. So depending, put it in the, cur- so the curtain. So depending on how you, so they open just put the it wrapper, in upside down. It is a yeah. There's nothing. There's <laughs> they, nothing special they, here. They so, don't like put so the. You could build the whopper exactly the same way. That's the, and right. then rotate. A, they don't rotate. They don't it build it any degrees. differently. They don't like flip the bun. So there's one just... more. There's one additional <laughs> step. One additional step, and it okay. involves turning the sandwich over. Yeah, and then putting it into the. Carton, you know the little cardboard clam. Cheapest promotion, no doubt. Ever. But geez, at is, least just flip the is, bottom and top I'll tell, bun. I'll tell you what they should do. They should do it that way. Put the sesame seeds on the bottom bun. Yeah, or that. That that should be make that, special buns that, that have the sesame a, that seeds would be on a the bottom. Less, a little less chintzy. You know? No, that's not what they're doing. They're just turning it over. Or just wow. flip the top so and the bottom on bun. Depending on how you unwrap it once you get it home, it could just be right side up. Yeah. If you even notice. That's funny. <laughs> Coca-Cola is also bringing back... New Coke. For limited runs. <laughs> Craig hates New Coke. I don't have a problem <clears throat> with New Coke. I never... I mean... I don't even remember. I mean, I remember that happening. It tastes happening, close to Diet but I, drank, but I drank Pepsi. It tastes... When I was a kid. It so tastes I, it, it close didn't, to, It didn't affect me. It tastes closer to Diet Coke than it does to Coca-Cola. So it's like Coke Zero. It's a sweeter... It's It's closer to Pepsi, closer to Diet... No, not Coke Zero. Coke Zero tastes like Coke. No, mm. Pretty close. It's not Diet a, Coke it's tastes not nothing as like sweet Coca-Cola. Sweet and caramelly as real I Coke. Quit, I, I can't drink real Coke. It's too see, sweet. See, I quit drinking soda two years ago, so every soda tastes like new Coke to New me Coke? Now. Well, like, the problem was right. Coca-Cola was losing the soda wars to Pepsi, and Pepsi is a sweeter, less it's it's a less uh, bitter drink. Okay. And so they made new Coke, in, they, they made, well, they reformulated, you know, the... The, the drink to be a sweeter version and everybody hated it <laughs> yeah when it when you know and it went in, away but um the best thing n- that they coke, could have done was to go back to the old 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 formula that had actual cocaine in it that's that would have sold that would just flown off the shelves yeah right in new, the 80s my god all those the all those perfect confluence yeah um <laughs> right instead of having their uh their 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 manhattans and and martinis and <laughs> be drinking Cocaina. Um, <laughs> this new Coke is uh, so much better for my sinuses. <laughs> I'm, 
drink the new Coke and don't get nosebleeds. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, new Coke was sweeter. It was closer to what Diet Coke is now. Diet Coke doesn't taste a great deal like Coca-Cola. No, Diet Coke tastes like aspartame or whatever. Yeah. Phenol Newton so. Tronics or... <laughs> anyway, that's that. But it's diet, whatever it so says it's it contains. good for you. Do you have any other news? I had a... Uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. What? KFC. KFC. I want to call it Kentucky Fried Chicken. But sure. KFC. So did you hear their, about their promotion? They're turning the chicken leg over. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. This is uh, actual effort involved. Yeah, they're, they're coming turning on... all of the chicken parts over. Yeah. No, they're, they're coming out with a Cheetos chicken sandwich. Oh. Which is a... Uh, That's nice. It's a chicken sandwich with Cheeto sauce on it. On a bed of Cheetos. What is Cheeto sauce? We're not sure. Just a cheesy <laughs> cheese sauce. Yeah. This yeah. is this is just KFC and Taco Bell that are owned by the same company saying, "Hey, we got Dorito tacos. Let's right. do well, honest, Cheeto I eat, chicken." I eat the, I eat the crap <laughs> out of those Doritos tacos. So I get a Doritos taco every time I get you can a taco get a burrito bell. with Fritos crunched you know, up in it. Yeah. Those taste good, but the shells are thinner than the regular shells, yeah, and they not, break they're, apart. They're not great tacos, easy. but I keep eating them. So. <laughs> Yeah. I don't go to Taco Bell for good tacos to begin with. Yeah. So it's uh it's it's the fried chicken sandwich with the che- Cheetos sauce on it on top of a pile of Cheetos that is on top of mayonnaise. Ew. Yeah. Sounds horrifying. Why didn't you just swap the Cheetos sauce in for the mayonnaise and just have extra Cheetos sauce? I don't know. They're I think- also what? I think that what we're seeing is that as a society, we're kind of running, running out, out of ideas. We're running out of ideas. <laughs> and so we just keep mashing stuff together and wiping away the blood and see if, see if it's a new thing. Rebooting it, reviving yeah. it. Yeah. We, we need new ideas as a, as a society, I think. Available nationwide for four weeks, starting July 1st. And there's also a pop-up event in uh, Manhattan East Village KFC next Thursday. Yeah, that's, so that's, that's tomorrow as you're listening they, that's to That's where they eat a lot of KFC, I imagine. Where the menu will also include Cheetos hot wings, Cheetos loaded fries, and Cheetos mac and cheese. I might have to try that Cheetos mac and cheese. The way this is written, though, it doesn't sound like that's actually something that you can buy. That's just going to be at the thing. Okay. We talk about kids' birthdays parties for a second. Oh, good lord! Just because I have a lot of mac and cheese in me right now, because I just came from one. Okay. <laughs> have you noticed how when you no. get older? When you get older and, and people in your life start having kids, you're expected to go to these kids' birthday parties. Mm-hmm. And like, where's the they, what's mul- the, they multiply? What's the reciprocity in, 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 in well, that? Well, the thing is, is like, and number one, the one today, you're not, the, one, the one today was You family. don't have anything for them like, to come. Like if it's a no, family, you just have to spend money on them. Like if it's yeah. a family thing, if it's my niece or nephew, we're family, obviously. I want to go to that birthday party, mm-hmm. you know? But I'm starting to have friends that are having kids and they invite me to the kid's birthday party and it's like, I don't know the kid. I like like I have the, these two but, friends, but they want you. There. I'm friends with the dude, so that right? they, they can ignore you. Buy, you. And when, they want you when to it's buy a present. when it's well, they his, run around after all the and children. so when it's my friend's birthday <laughs> and buy a present, I do something. I, you know, I do something with him for his birthday. But then when it's his wife's birthday, I don't get invited to that because we're not I'm not friends with her. She invites her friends. But when they have a kid and the kid has a birthday party, suddenly, I get the some, invite. Suddenly it's it's time for every not really aunt and uncle. Yeah. You know, uh, uncle friend and aunt friend. It's like, I don't know your kid. How do I know we even get along? I haven't even seen you since the kid was born a year ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> Much less the kid. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking about it today. And like, today was family. And so it's like, you got to go to family birthday parties. I mean, that's, I, I have a connection to that child, you know? Sure. 
But if it's like some friend I met a couple years ago, you know, and then they got married and they had a baby, why do I have to go to that kid's birthday party? Why do I have to go? Doesn't the kid have friends? He should. Well, of course, yeah. now that you say that, this kid's going to have like, the, the, you know, they're, they're going to invite like 10 kids from his class to come over and none of them are going to show up and neither <laughs> is going to be his favorite Uncle Michael. <laughs> And he's going to have the worst birthday ever, and it's going to be your fault. Well, I've, the, I've only got one nephew that I'm the legit favorite uncle, and I go to that kid's birthday party. So, <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Tell, tell, tell your friends. Say, hey, right. you want me to show up to your kid's uh, birthday party? What has your kid done for me lately? Am I the favorite anything? Yeah. What, you know, yeah. Do they like hanging around with me? Like, Make them work for it a little bit. There the kid was... puts in the effort, I'll show up and bring a present. <laughs> like, There was one point last year where three Saturdays in a row I had to go to three children's My birthday parties. My child is parties. two. <laughs> Well, that, like I mean, in the same month, like three in a row, three weekends in a row, yeah, I buy yeah. three kids presents, wrap it up in three kids wrapping paper, and go to three kids' birthday parties and eat chicken tenders and mac and cheese. Without Cheetos and, in it. Yeah. One, yeah. Of the things, one of the things I really like is that the majority of my friends don't have kids can, by can, choice. Can you introduce me to them? You're, you're, talking, <laughs> you're talking to two of them right now. <laughs> Craig counts oh, himself man. as his own friend. Well, Mike, Mike, <laughs> Michael's know. friend. I don't have I don't have kids either. I mean, who do it's... I? Who, who? What friends do I? Have? I mean, we all know Ray. Mm-hmm. Ray has has a daughter. Um, and my, I have a brother who has a, has a daughter. And like of the people that I hang and you know hang around with and spend any great amount of time with, that's that's really it. it. I mean, I've got a few other people. Like I do stuff with Derek occasionally. He's got. Oh kids. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it's it's like but I, not many. Like, I don't I mean, have I've a got problem. quite a, I've got quite a few that are like that are specifically single or have chosen not to have children, even if even if they are married. No, it's just, it's just that I, I I have no problem with with my friends getting married, having kids, and them having birthday parties. I got no problem with that. It's just like I don't get invited to your wife's birthday because I'm not friends with her. I'm not friends with your kid. Why do I? You know, you should invite your family and her family. You know, I should like I only want to go to family's kids' birthday parties for the most part. Okay, so we, should we snip this out and send this, you know, give, give us an email list. Yeah, I'll post this to Facebook and, and we'll tag everybody that I know that has kids. Yeah, there you and go. We'll... And, and I want to say... Make I'll... sure to queue it up to the part where I say, you know, make your kid work for it. I also want to go ahead and say, this is, I, I recognize this is not my best face. I recognize, like, this is not my best side. I, I recognize that. I don't think it's unreasonable. Remember I did that whole episode where I was yeah, like, I'm was not a very good person? Sure. This yeah, is yeah, one of those yeah. moments, like, I know I'm not the best person in the world. Well, you can't, still... you can't, you can't improve unless you reflect right, back right. And, and see the areas where you, you... Right. And you know what? Think you need to improve. Now, I'm not saying you do. You also gotta pick your battles about what I'm you want to improve. I'm fine with you like and Some things yeah. maybe aren't going to improve. Maybe <laughs> yeah, you're going maybe. to put some effort into other things that are going to pay off better for you and for all of your friends and rank people around you. Right. Right. Like me going to this birthday party is small potatoes on the uh, right. on the hill of <laughs> what I need to do to make myself a better person. Oh, that gets me a couple of points, and I need a lot more than a couple. I will say the 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 family birthday party I was at just now before I came here is like, man, there's like a theme, and the snacks tie into the theme. It's insane, and all the snacks yeah. have little cards in front of them with like cutesy names that tie into the theme. And I was like, <laughs> this is above and beyond. Like there were ki- there were like little pages out of coloring books taped to the walls but you can tell a kid didn't color them because they're too nice you know what i mean like a, lo- <laughs> a lot of work put into like was, making this party beautiful. when i was a kid when i was a kid a birthday party was pizza chips soda cake and a playground it was like chuck e cheese for an hour and a half and then everybody went home <laughs> chuck e cheese factory yeah. workers salaries no <laughs> the playground yeah or the backyard yeah backyard right. <laughs> Little yeah. paper hat well, no, maybe. not for me because mine was in the winter. Every but. so often, I'd have like the roller <laughs> rink <laughs> as as part of that, you know. 
Yeah. I we did when I was a kid it was laser tag. Laser tag was the thing. We didn't have a Chuck E. Cheese. We had a uh we had a um oh, what was that pizza place? I don't know. It's the pizza place I couldn't think of the name of one time before. Moving on. <laughs> that place. They had good arcade games. Okay. Let's talk sports. <laughs> What Nor- about- normal sports, Craig, or weird sports? What's up with weird sports, sports, Craig? Um, the Japanese may be, no- may be known for their neatness, um, particularly when it comes to making their bed in the morning, apparently, according to this writer. But People also, make their beds? But all social norms went out the window on Saturday during qualifying for the All Japan Pillow Fighting Championship in Shizuoka Prefecture in Ito, uh, 150 kilo- kilometers south of Tokyo. Teams gathered from across the region to compete... <laughs> In one of Japan's quirkiest events, um, yeah, it's a pillow fight, giant pillow fight. I'm sure there's rules. The game starts with all five players sleeping under duvets um, on futons before the whistle goes, and they have to leap to their feet and reach for a pillow. <laughs> so, like the starting line is like, "Okay, sleep, <laughs> lie down." So you also not only do you pretend- have to swing a good Wait, pillow, do they have to actually you gotta sleep, or fast, just you got to be lying sleep. down, just lay, lay, laying down. That's lying down is the equivalent of you know. Feet in the blocks, hands on the line at the starters yeah. at the starters okay. pistol. Yeah, and then you got to jump up and beat the crap out of each other with pillows. And how do they determine a winner? I don't know. <laughs> uh, team Blaine White. That's what it's called. What? Blaine That's just what White? they called it. Blaine um, White. That sounds like a person. Yeah. Which included nine-year-old. This is what it says. Soda Womanabe. <laughs> S O D A is the name. What, second young, the second youngest competitor. So the the team that won had a nine year old on it. I suppose small target, probably pretty good in a pillow fight. Give him a lot of upper body strength, and he could probably mm-hmm. take care of himself. Yeah. Like slide, <laughs> okay. Be, slide between people's legs. And okay. Stuff. Okay, son, work hard on the uh, on the biceps and the triceps this mm-hmm. year, <laughs> but don't grow. <laughs> don't get taller. Right. Skip leg day. Skip all of them. And here's the thing. We've talked about weird sports every so often when one of them pops up. We've talked about sure. uh, just recently was uh, the, the wife, wife carrying, carrying competition. Thing, yeah. We've talked about the, the giant what, the what competition? wife carrying where the guy carries the wife. It's just a race carrying your wife. Huh. Okay. <clears throat> Takes place in England and other European countries. Uh, we've talked about the giant pumpkin water raft race where they people oh, sit yeah, on yeah. the gigantic pumpkins that are like was that in Germany? Across. I don't recall. That's just for the record. Any question you have for me today, my response is I don't know. Okay, because <laughs> I think I've said that like seven times so far today when people have asked me. Buckle stuff. up! But let's uh, <laughs> let's take a look down some of these. There's things that you know have actually been televised. Like mm-hmm. I've seen the lumberjack world championship. Oh, yeah, yep. that's, that's sure. on the Ocho, where you got the where they chop the log through, or they do the the log rolling, where uh-huh. you're, you're they, standing on the log and you got to try to get the other person climb, off. And they climb the a climbing log. kind with yeah. the yeah. with the rope. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, they, they probably also carry a log. Sure. There's there's a sport called hobby horsing. What do you think hobby horsing is? I know that what hobby horsing is is a euphemism. What? <laughs> Steady. <laughs> Easy. But I assume this is doing something with actual hobby horses, yes, which you know, are little you know wooden a, horses. You know what a hobby horse is? Is it no. like a rocking horse? The hobby horse is uh, just like the stick with the horsey head. Oh yeah, yeah. fake horsey head on it. And you just you just ride it like you know. Is, you're, you're, it's your own legs that are moving, but you've is, got like the. Little... Is it a race, but on hobby horses? It's equestrian, but on hobby horses. It's jumping over poles and stuff. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> well, with a stick between your legs. Yeah. 
trailing out behind you yeah. lower than your butt is. Yeah, yeah. Actually, probably a little bit on the tough side for some of those higher yeah. jumps. You knock that thing off there pretty you know, when I was When I was a kid and I first got into pro wrestling, one of the big gimmicks at the time was Chavo Guerrero Jr. had a hobby horse that he named Pepe and brought to the ring and like talked to it. And then one day, Perry Saturn put Pepe in a wood chipper. Oh. And that was, that, was, that was the day my childhood ended. Uh, this began in Finland. Ouch. Apparently, hobby horses are Finnish? quite a thing still. Hobby horsing? Fi- Finnish children. So how do you win? Is it first to the finish? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> do, you know about, do you know about the, uh, the special games that are held in East Dublin right here in the state of Georgia? Doesn't everybody? Nice sunglasses. East Dublin, Georgia hosts a, a series of events that include things like the toilet seat horseshoe toss. Okay. Watermelon ju- seed spitting. Okay. And heard, heard the mud before. pit belly flop. <laughs> which are all part of an Olympics of sorts. The redneck, like Olympics. Sea- the redneck Is- summer okay. games. <laughs> wow. So the, the belly, I mean, the other two, you can obviously speed, uh, seed spitting. That's distance. The horseshoe thing is just horseshoes, but with toilet seats. The belly flop, though, what is that? Is that distance or I accuracy? Imagine, or... I imagine you can do that performance-oriented. Like, yeah, there's uh, got to be judges. There's a few technic- technical things that work into it, but it's like otherwise... twists and per- spins it's and judged, rolls well, it's and judged somersaults. Like, it's judged like, uh, uh, like diving? figure skating. Diving. You know, where figure there's, skating. Sure, there's some technical stuff, but a lot of it's just like... The, the, the judges make a call on whether so that Rus- was a good... The, the Russian or, or, judge or, is always cheating. Okay, ice dancing. How's that? Better choice? What are what are all the technical think- measurements you do for ice oh, dancing? Okay. No, it's it's the judges make a call. They and decide. How deep and is the, the fre- mud? It's the French judge it's always cheats. A foot. So it's not like diving then. No. I would think diving would be the closest analog to that. Uh, let's see what else we got here. There's there here we go. The West Coast Giant Pumpkin Regatta, which we what? did talk about. That's the giant pumpkins in Oregon. What's a regatta? A regatta is a boat race. Oh, okay. Like the fancy boat race, they call them regattas. Okay. It was a regatta in uh, One Crazy Summer, and the big boat race at the end of One Crazy Summer uh-huh. was whatever, the Nantucket regatta or whatever. Uh, of course, people do play Quidditch. They list that on here. Right. Quidditch, the Harry Potter game. They just run around on the ground, yeah. though? Well, they run around on broomsticks, and they throw soccer balls through hoops, and somebody has to apparently chase so down slightly the different from hobby horsing. It's kind of <laughs> like hobby horsing, but, and, I don't know how they, but with a ball. I don't know how they uh, replicate. Or two balls, right? I don't it's know how they It's hard repli- to run with a broom between your legs, yeah. like as an adult. <laughs> My question is, how do they replicate chasing, having the seeker chase the golden snitch? Because that's like a little mechanical magic-y thing that flies around super fast and uh-huh. one of the people on the team has to try to catch it drone <laughs> just to go grab a drone <laughs> there you go. that's a good idea yeah the drone flying around i'm okay. sure you can get like a drone that has a has a cage around it so that it doesn't get its propellers how, caught in how, how anything would you, or how would you catch, chop your hands how would you off? catch that in your mouth mike you're supposed to catch it in your mouth i haven't seen harry it's Pond. in the movies why does yeah it's true why does anybody go for the quaffle if the, if the golden stitch is worth 150 points you know, I used to have a tiny little drone that was like three inches wide, and I it was when but I can you work. move it fast enough that it's actually a challenge to catch it? I mean, you crash eventually, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I used that's keep... the problem. If you got a bad drone uh, operator, well, just when that whenever my... that happens, that's going to be. That's when I used be, to work uh... from home, and every so often I pull the controller out of my drawer and I'd take it off and fly it around my living room, and then come land it back on the desk. Anyway, uh, let's see what else we got here. Chess boxing. How do you imagine that goes? 
chess? What is chess boxing? boxing. That's what the sport is called. I'm not going to give you anything more. Take a guess. I think that you make a chess move and then someone punches you in the face. Or it's a boxing ring that's got the chess board laid out on it, on the mat. It is literally just back and forth between playing chess and boxing. 11 rounds, six <laughs> rounds of chess, and five rounds of boxing. So, so, you, you, so you get your three-minute rounds. Sit down and make so a you, chess play, you play chess so for it's, three minutes, it's, 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 you know, and it's uh, speed chess. you gotta yeah. keep got to keep it moving. That's kind of like pl- the biathlon. You play a bunch of moves, and then you Instead start, of skiing and shooting a gun, it's playing chess and boxing. And then getting punched in the face a bunch, and then you got to sit down and play chess for three minutes. <laughs> and you have to do that four more times. <laughs> wow. Where do they play that? Um, duh, 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 duh. Where does it say here? Chess, bega- chess boxing began in Berlin in 2003 and has since spread around the world. Well, obviously. Oh, this is, the, another one, this is another one that I saw a little while back. I heard them talk, somebody talking about was shin kicking. What do you think the, shin, the sport shin kicking is about? Are you kicking people in the shins? You are literally kicking, kicking people, people in the shins until they, 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 uh, they, they fall over or, give or up. yield. It's like we're kind of yeah. loosely defining the word sport, I think, is what, is what we're finding out here. <laughs> um, that's, would that be a shin kicking good time, Craig? I imagine it would. <laughs> um, it began with uh, the people would, um, they would lard, I believe it was lard, they would lard up their, their, their lower legs, like they, you covered your lower legs in grease or lard or something so that um it would be it would hard it, it's hard to actually make contact well it's a little harder to make contact right and so you're looking for like you know once you, if, you, if you manage to get a good solid hit in it's a significant thing it's like it's the, easy to have a glancing blow like in philadelphia what they have to do with all the all the street poles in, in case the sports team there ever wins anything yep so people and then don't climb uh, them. we talked about right. lawnmower racing at one point Yep. On the show. Um, and then there's Armored Combat League, which is basically just ska. If you're in the <laughs> Society for Creative Anachronism and you wear armor and beat each other up with is blunted ska, swords. Ska? What did you call it? Society for Creative Anachronism. SCA. It's an organization. It's, oh, yeah. It's I've got a, I've got country, a friend that's involved perhaps in that. worldwide. She's always, she's always called it SCA around me, though. Man, people call it ska where I come from. There's like kingdoms, <clears throat> kingdoms and stuff. Wait, what do they do? They're armored what now? They just play knight. They play knights. Oh, okay. They they dress up in metal armor and have blunted weapons. They have like event, out events out in the night, woods and stuff. So knight larping. Sure, except it's not necessarily a role playing thing. It's like literally just combat. Yeah. K n i g h t knight. They can, yes. you can do it any time of the day you want. Jankhen in Chinese. <laughs> it's called Jankhen. Um, but it's actually competitive. Leroy Jankhen. Rock paper scissors. <laughs> Leroy. Competitive rock, right. paper, scissors. That doesn't get old after a while. <laughs> Strap in for this. The U.S., <laughs> the United States of America Rock, Paper, Scissors League is real. And it has a national championship and you win a buttload of cash, apparently. How much? Doesn't say. Just, it oh, doesn't hold it, hold literally hold it, say? Hold it, hold it. Hold it. <laughs> say again. Ask me again. What what's the quote? How much does it say? How much do you know. win? Oh, okay. I don't know how much. Oh, I thought you were going to say short articles. Quote buttload. Yeah, but it it says a lo- you know loads of cash. So okay, how about three hundred thousand dollars? What would be a, a big of bunch of money? A big amount of money for for a rock paper competition. scissors? Hundred thousand? Ten thousand? A lot of money? Ten thousand would be a lot of money. I would imagine it's quite I mean, a bit more than that. If someone said, "I've got twenty bucks, play me at rock paper scissors," I would do that. So. <laughs> 
Gotcha. Cheese, <laughs> cheese rolling. We've talked about that. And then that it on just the escalates show. from there. Yeah. We've talked about cheese, cheese rolling. rolling. Where you roll the, roll the wheel the of wheel cheese, cheese down the hill. Yeah. Um, this one I enjoy. This is Dutch. Gerlippen. <laughs> okay. Gerlippen. Um, it's, it's It basically means far leaping. And it is uh, similar to the pole vault, but the objective is distance rather than height, where you run up on the edge of, like, essentially a little canal. Um, and you grab the, the pole is kind of at an angle toward you. And you, you got to run up and jump, grab the pole, and then the pole Carry, carries carry you. you over the canal. It's like the pole is like a lever, and the fulcrum is down in the water, and in it the, carries you in, over. In the yeah. Netherlands, where it's all you're, at you're sea sh- level, and there's yeah, canals. So you're you're shooting everywhere. to land on the sand on the other side. Like, it's like a this, long jump. Yeah, this seems like this is a, they made sport out of something that they have to do in their daily lives, like farming. Right? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> that's my answer um was that nine times yet <laughs> you said i don't know <laughs> and then uh there's the caber toss which we caber caber toss we've heard. that's a scottish game it's a highland game that is you basically you're taking like a 12 to 16 foot telephone pole and you're holding it it's standing straight up and you're holding it with your hands cupped together the bottom of the pole uh huh. And it's so it's like at waist, you know, the bottom of the pole is at your waist and it's sticking up in the air 12, 15 feet. And then you run. No, you don't really run. You walk quickly forward and then you flip it end over end. Okay. So it's going to it's going to go up in the air. The top is going to come down and then it's going to pivot over so that the bottom ends up farther away from you. Okay. And, and that's an accuracy thing, like trying to get it to land. And it is not it, distance based in a particular it is, place. It is, it is landing it. Um as in line like when you move forward you're creating a line and so you want to land the pole as perfectly in line with your movement as possible and the best way to do that is to have the pole land flat like you want it to ideally come down and just kind of boom you know like the whole pole hits at the same time just goes bounce bounce once twice and it stays right where it is yeah not like if one end comes down first then it can kind of you know ping pong around a little and Um, then go go cattywampus yeah (laughs) ping pong is not on the list Nice word. Jousting. Thank you. Excellent word usage. <laughs> I didn't think I'd hear cattywampus when I woke up this morning, but I, I guess didn't, it would, so it's, it's in a the, good day. In that particular instance, it would be caberwampus. That would be correct. Right? But I'm bump. And then this is a game that we could probably participate in right here, right now, if we went and dug around a little bit. I'm sure we could. We might be able to find something we to... do chess boxing here, too. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a... Do you have... Do you have and Chris, shin kicking. Do you have... Chris, hey. Do you have a... Do you have Christmas wrapping paper on a somewhere, bowl. yeah, yeah. So just go tear the, get, you know, unroll to get the paper off of there, and then take out the tube, cardboard tube fighting league. <laughs> Basically, just <laughs> beating on somebody with that like it's a sword <laughs> until it breaks apart, you know, because it's like a, how it's put together like a spiral and it oh, kind of sure, starts yeah, to un- yeah. comes. Are those regulated? Do they buy them apart? all from the same source so that they're all exactly the same? Same thickness, <laughs> maybe. Same. Gauge. And then it ends, everybody, of course. Everybody brings their own. And then it ends with something we've also talked about on the show. Extreme ironing. If you recall that from way back. That was ironing in the top of a mountain or it was something? was ironing in like weird, out of the way, hard to get to places. Yeah, like on the top of Like you backpack your iron and ironing board up someplace and how is, iron. How is that competitive? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that these are all strictly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that these are all strictly competitive. They're just ex- weird. You know, like it's uh, it's a com- it's a competition in that you know you'll you know 
people will compare like, well, I, I, I extreme ironed here on the top of this rocky outcropping. Yeah. I extreme ironed yeah. here in the middle of this desert. And well, you could use an international panel of judges that maybe <laughs> you could make it competitive by making it a race. Like yeah. you have a half a dozen extreme ironers and they're, you know, they all start here and they have to go over there in extreme iron and whoever finishes first wins. Sure. One, one day so there you go. There's all my sports. Awesome. Kevin, time for a Kevin question? If we can make it fast. Oh my gosh, there's still Kevin questions. Yeah. Kevin's an inquisitive guy. Well, actually, we have an answer and a question. What? We'll do the, do the answer first. Kevin says three answer. Apparently, we've had two answers before. I don't remember what they are. It's been so long. And he links us to an article here in the Seattle Times. Oh, I see. Kevin is, uh, Kevin is doing the listener research. Uh, for you, Craig, that you requested last week. Yeah, I don't got time for that. Let's roll. Parking showdown with barricaded car uh, car to go ends. Both parties are happy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, the guy that built a fence around the the the, the <laughs> zip the zip car car to go that, that had parked in his, in his driveway. Um, <laughs> so he built so a he makeshift a, fence, he put a around, fence it. around it and charged him storage fees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they um they worked out a quote settlement agreement. And acknowledged uh, his grievance and covered his expenses, but they didn't. Uh, they aren't saying exactly what that is. Yeah, the thing is, car car to go is uh, putting it all on the person who used the car and parked it there. Their sure. their their user, as they should. And so, um, and so I th- go get the uh, money out of them. Well, it's implied. It's implied that it he's not getting everything he wanted, including the daily fees. Well, you can't always get what you want. Three hundred dollars for fence supplies, sixty-five dollars a day in impound fees, and thirty dollars every fifteen days for late fees, <laughs> plus a five hundred dollar renter harassment fee. Um, oh, he he waived the sixty-five dollar a day impound fee uh, when he learned that it is uh, the user's res- uh, responsibility. But what? now it says now everyone's happy. Okay. So, um, thank you, Kevin. And on to your uh, question one hundred twelve question. Can you just throw a dead body into a big boiler furnace to dispose of it like you see in the movies? Asking for a friend. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> throw it into a what? A big boiler furnace a like you furnace? see in the movies. Um, can you? Sure. Yeah, will not? it will it get you <laughs> will it save your ass from prison? <laughs> not necessarily. No, no. I don't know. Depends how hot the furnace gets. How how much will the body burn away? Right. If you leave anything behind, that's a DNA test. Yeah, they'll figure out who that was in there, and then they'll start to unless, backtrack on how you disappeared that person. That is, of course, unless you know teeth are no, hard to burn. Uh, I've been told. I've been told. <laughs> well, as we learned from Breaking Bad, chemical decomposition is really the the best method of hydrochloric acid. Just not using hydrochloric acid because it won't actually do what it did in the show. Right, they didn't use the actual acid that would do, but you can get I, the acids I that will, would. I will, there are acids the that will do that. Yeah. You, and you do have to not do it in your ceramic tub. Right, you have to have it in the correct <laughs> if you are plastic, left, type If you are left container. with just an odd body on hand... Um, yeah, they didn't nothing, teach nothing, people how to dispose of a body on breaking Nothing. They didn't give you the right answer. They also didn't teach you how to cook math. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I mean, nothing beats a good sinkhole if you can find one. <laughs> um, just, I mean, just FYI. It's, it's probably the best method really no 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 it's it's okay to use the boiler furnace in in the basement of of your your old high school as long as nobody's gonna come looking for this guy go see gross point blank okay 
Thanks, Kevin. So, uh, yeah, you can. Go ahead. Burn them up in there. I mean, um, that's the only movie I can think of where I've seen that Theoretically. Happen. Oh, are you kidding? Off the top of my head. I've seen people get it happen in Fringe. These questions are getting progressively darker over time, Kevin. I just I hope, <laughs> wherever you are, hope you're doing all right. And if you ever need to talk, um, call the show or email nerdburgershow at gmail.com. <laughs> now I'm a therapist. All right. Well, that's where they can find us. Where can they find you, Craig? Uh, well, Michael, um, <laughs> thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. Always a blast doing this with you all. Mike, where can they find us? Uh, what he said, Nurburger Show. NerdBurgerShow.com, NerdBurgerShow at the uh, email, the Twitter, Gmail, whatever. <laughs> he did it already. Now I'm, now I'm screwed up. Wait, and? <laughs> go to NerdBurgerGames.com <laughs> to learn about game stuff. Go to DriveThruRPG.com to buy game stuff. Buy game stuff. Everybody buy game stuff. $2. Fat cash. <laughs>